Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. Good morning. <laughs> For today's topic, we wanted to discuss with you more about gaining control of your emotions as well as how to process them in a healthy and mature manner. It's easy to let your emotions take control of you and naturally be reactive, but how can we gain control or start to gain some sort of control? So my first question for you is when you hear the term emotional intelligence, what comes to mind? So the first thing that comes to mind is actually, uh, it's a very famous quote from Socrates, is know thyself. Is uh, the person that has emotional intelligence knows why they react, they know what's going on. Um, And I would say there's two different parts. They're not ruled by their emotions. In other words, they don't just do what they feel. You know, they feel like yelling at someone, so they yell at someone, right? They're like, okay, I feel like yelling, but I'm going to choose not to because that's a bad choice. Uh, they also don't deny their feelings. They're aware of their feelings. They're like, okay, I'm angry. What's going on right now? What is making me angry? Is it this person in front of me? Is it childhood wounds? Is it things going on that I've just been aggravated as the week has gone on more? And so awareness is so, so important with emotional intelligence is to know what's going on with you and then choosing how you're going to react. Absolutely. Going off of that, what advice do you give your clients to help them gain control of their emotions during difficult times? There's a a great book by Viktor Frankl. It's called Man's Search for Meaning. And uh, there's a great quote from there. He says, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And that may seem easier said than done, to choose your attitude, to choose your reaction. Um, Viktor Frankl wrote this while at Auschwitz. He was a Jew in the concentration camps, and he said he chose his attitude. And so I figure if he can do it, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. And so is, is realizing we have choice. Um, you know, if you fall out of control because in a relationship and someone is is being mean or if you know something's going on at work or you feel out of control because of health or you feel out of control about this that and the other thing we can't control those things we can't control other people we can't control many things in our life what we can control is our attitude what we can control is our thoughts what we can control is us and if we can learn that that's where the control is then we're able to change life. You know, that way we're not going around telling everyone how they have to react to us to manage us. We manage ourselves. you know, and oftentimes with anxiety, um, we become more anxious because we're trying to manage all the things in our life to lower anxiety, which makes it then just worse because you can't. Life is kind of out of control. Life happens around us all the time and it just makes it worse. Definitely. I think that's such a great thing to grasp is to realize that you have choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to ask and go further into detail, like how you implement that into your clients and what is your go-to process to your clients to start gaining control of their emotions? Sure. 
Um, for me, it's pausing and it's self-talk. Um, another quote from Viktor Frankl from the same book, between stimulus and response, there's a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies growth and freedom. And so say you're driving down the road and someone cuts you off. You know, your initial reaction is that guy made me angry or that woman made me angry when they cut you off. But that can't be the reason because some people when they get cut off get angry and some people when they get cut off don't get angry. So that can't possibly be the stimulus. And so the problem is it happens so quickly we don't see it is, and this is what cognitive behavioral therapy teaches, is that between the stimulus and a response is a choice, is a belief, is a thought. And so if someone cuts me off and I'm like, I have the right not to be cut off, then I'm gonna get angry. You know, I actually used to struggle with anger, um, you know, especially in Chicago traffic because everyone drives differently. Um, but now I tell myself, if someone cuts me off or someone does this, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be a second later to work. Life will go on. I'm not gonna let this person ruin my day. And all of a sudden, my choice, my thought, stops me from getting all angry and again, ruining my day. So. You know, it's, it's pausing for a second before we react. And, and usually we're reacting out of our amygdala, out of our emotional, you know, kind of fight or flight response. And that's rarely a good res response. And so what we want to do, what makes us different than the animals is thought, is self-control, is to be able to choose what we're going to do and not just lash out or run in fight or flight. And so also is, you know, ask yourself, what's going on right now? I'm feeling anxious. What? Why am I feeling anxious? Well, because you know this, this, and this. I'm okay. What can I do about that right now? There's nothing I can do about it right now. Um, you know, and so what you do is, you know what? Hey, you know that's something I'll deal with. If there is something to do, great. Um, I think talking to people, talking to a counselor, obviously, but you know, talking to friends when you're anxious or angry, just to help process and share what's going on and getting your anxiety out sometimes is just greatly helpful just to talk about it. And then you can kind of see it and you get a much better perspective when you kind of get it out, talk to another person and go, okay, yeah, I, I, maybe I'm overreacting here or maybe, you know, I need to choose, you know, how I'm going to react to this. And, you know, please hear me. I know it's easier said than done when you're mm -hmm. anxious, but to pause, to stop and to control your thoughts, it's your self-talk to tell yourself, okay, you're okay right now. You know, with anxious clients, I'm usually I'm like, so right now as you sit on my couch, you have everything you need. You have food, clothing, shelter, safety, water. You're safe. You know, you're fine. But we're anxious about the future. Well, we don't have enough grace for the future yet. We have enough grace for today. Mm -hmm. And if we just stay present and deal with what's going on today, we're going to be okay. That's awesome. I think that's so great to talk with your clients about and then also teach them that to kind of consult with themselves first before being so reactive. Um, if there are people out there which i'm sure there are that can't have that access to professional help mm -hmm. are there any techniques that people can take away even off this podcast um that can help them without having that access to mm -hmm. professional guidance well and this is not i wouldn't say a technique but it's a lifestyle is living on purpose live for something greater than yourself if you're just living for you you know, then, and if something happens to you, it's, it's very upsetting. Um, you know, for me, you know, my relationship with God is very important to me and that is something greater I live for. 
as well as it gives perspective on suffering. You know, as I've looked at suffering in my life, my suffering has grown me, has grown my character. Um, there's a verse in the Bible that actually says that, um, you know, the comfort that I've received, I now can use to comfort others in the same problems. And so that's kind of what we do at Stenzel Clinical is we comfort those with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. And so when I've gone through struggles, it's grown me in character, it's grown me in strength, and it's taught me how to then comfort people that are going through the same things. And so it gives you compassion. And so loving God, knowing that he is in control, even things seem out of control, and um, seeing purpose, you know, and, and realizing, you know, things happen, but things happen on purpose. And, and I may not always know, but for me, trusting God, living with a greater purpose, uh, helps me to be calm, helps me to have perspective, and helps me to help others. Definitely. I think even just sitting here for these few minutes, I've, I already want to change my mindset and how I react to things. Mm -hmm. So what changes, you know, after you have these consultations with your clients on mm -hmm. this topic, do you see in your clients after, after giving them the tools to regain control? Right. Well, I mean, no one is, you know, and if people come to counseling to be fixed. No one's ever 100% quote unquote fixed. Mm -hmm. I mean, we struggle with everything and life is a process and the goal is to have less anxiety or less depression or less issues. And so... You know, perfectionism can make things work because we want to just be there and we want to not have any problems and that's unrealistic. And so sometimes having a realistic view, and that's part of my counseling, is to help people have a realistic view of themselves, of other humans, of life. And I think that kind of perspective can, you know, definitely have people have more peace and more joy. And my hope with my clients is they take more ownership of their, their reactions, more ownership of their behaviors. And from that, because they feel more control, they can have more peace, they can have more joy, and they can then go help others and be a ministry to others because they're not just focused on themselves and their own problems. Definitely. That is such great advice. Thank you so much, Grant, mm -hmm. for talking with us today on this topic, and we will see you guys on the next episode. That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at stenzoclinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.